with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and you are not with me, my co-host, all the way across that warm Atlantic Ocean, evidently, is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parson. Good whatever time of day it might be, Good wherever you're listening. Mm. How are you? I'm good. I'm chilling. Um, I had a long day yesterday. Um, oh. 500 mile road trip. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I thought so. And mm. uh, you'll like this. I'm chilling by the light of a Victorian se- oil uh, seance oil lamp. Really? Yeah. Is so it lit? Uh, yeah. Um, so the room Sweet. is bathed in red light. Um, the lamp was actually. I've, you, I mean, you, you've you've known about it. I've mentioned it before, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I thought I'd fill it up and um, enjoy the the ambiance. Give it a shot. Never know who we might get a guess that way. <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> and and as you speak, I have my <clears throat> electromagnetic oh. field generator on, and it's ticking away here, driving me nuts. So I may discontinue that pretty soon. It's. It's so how long different. is the neck now? Nine, ten inches? Like yeah, giraffe? you know, I'm much taller than I was, you know, so. Well, yeah, measure, yeah. <laughs> the body isn't, but the neck is considerably longer. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be like a giraffe. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I saw, actually, I saw a doctor today, and it was funny, I saw my cardiologist. And I thought you were going to say a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah. Well, if my neck gets any longer, I probably will. Uh, but anyways, I saw him and I was telling him about this EMF generator. He says, sounds like a scam to me. <laughs> I thought that was a riot. Obviously, so, a, very, a very clued up, switched on kind of man. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's dealing with magnets for healing has been used for, you know, 100 years or maybe longer, probably. I think it was 1800. Yeah. I don't think it's actually ever been like demonstrably proven though to be effective. You know, like these no. magnetic copper bangles that people wear on wrists and yeah. what have you in jewellery. I don't think. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, if it makes people feel better and feel good about themselves, and um, you know, gets beneficial results that way, then so be it. But Each it, the evidently, own. there must be enough proven on this. That what proven by doctors, scientists, yeah. Crippen was a doctor, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, (laughs) it's, it's, you know, quite, you know, what at first the guy approached me and I said, like, I, you know, yeah, I just ignored him and everything else. Then my, my. The bone specialist, the what did the operation said, no, I have approved it. That's what you think. So, I mean, the insurance company 
approve it. So if the insurance company approved it, then you know it's got to have some municipal purpose because they, they dished out $3,000 for this little horse collar. As I say, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not really au fait with um, a lot of the medical gadgets. No, uh, people, people used to ridicule acupuncture, um, which is available, you know, here on the NHS, they will fund it. And although it's listed by many as a quack cure, um, you know, it is prescribed, it is effective, and there are people, you know, who who gain great derive great benefit from it. Yeah, I gone to dead. I don't know. I mean, I, I read the, the brochure on it. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you well. It was just that there seems to be a few yeah. long gaps. I don't know whether I don't know whether yeah, you're you know EMF, what it is. It's your EMF device. It's affected your brain. Yeah, you think so? I am sure it did. I, I mean, I <laughs> people said says I look like Iron Man with it on. Uh, other people have told me that all I need was the harmonica. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, it's getting noticed. <laughs> If, if you think it's, I mean, if it's benefiting you in even psychologically and making you feel good, making you feel good, healing. Me. Well, I mean, you're wearing it. You are a clinical trial. Do you feel that it is effective? How the hell do I know? I'm not a doctor. Now, do I play no, one? Well, you're the patient. You know better than the yeah. doctor. Well, do you feel that you are benefiting? What if I got it? Steve, what if I got it to compare it to? Well, just yourself, the before and after. I mean, we heal anyway. <laughs> I know we heal anyway. So I have but... nothing to compare with it. Is the healing because of the collar or is the healing because well, of the electrical? You see, well, we see, now, if we asked 10 people and nine mm -hmm. of them said, yes, I feel better having worn it, does that come? Well, or does that mean that then, you know, they will recommend it to others and it becomes an accepted um, treatment because 90% of the people in the trial said that it was effective. Yeah, you but you can get 90% people in the trial that take a placebo and said it's effective. Well, yeah, but that's, if you're trying to sell a product and you give yeah. it to 100 people and 90, 90 of those people say, yeah, that it, I felt better. Yeah. Even though, I mean, you know, even though they got better anyway or got better because of the healing process, but yeah. they attributed some level of that healing to the device, then the manufacturer could go along and legitimately write that up and say, look, we did a trial and 90% of people found it to be effective and... So we we will prescribe it to others, and the insurance companies will go. Wow, look at that! Ninety percent effective. We will we will do that. We will go with that. But if yeah, they they're not going to be based on one study, you know that. Yeah, but if they gone to a hundred people like you, who said, "Well, yeah, uh, what the hell do I know? We get mm -hmm. better anyway." Yeah, and, it's true. Uh, then they 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 could legitimately go. Well, we don't know what what the results are. 
So mm-hmm. I asked you a, a perfectly reasonable question. You've worn it. Would you recommend it to somebody else? I don't know. I mean, I've worn it for 22 days straight, four hours a day, but uh, I have nothing to compare it to, so I can't really recommend it or any anything, quite frankly. I mean, it's, 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 it's a truthful, honest, straight answer. But it's also a very unhelpful answer if you're trying to review I, the device. I'm sorry, I can't review the device on something, you know, maybe in the long term I can do it. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'm going... You know, I'll I mean, have, the, I mean, really, I'll have another another set of yeah. X-rays, so well, I'll know more. I can compare the yeah, but how much of that of X-rays you, to the, How much of that would be attributed to the healing process, as you as you said? I know. I mean, I don't really know and, that. Do I? And could we say this about you know all of these magnetic doodads and bangles or acupuncture or you know other uh, therapies that go people go? I mean, lots of people go to healing. Uh, practitioners, they have ointments and oils and spells and things. Yeah, but, okay, you take pills and you you believe you you believe your doctor. Well, no, that's measurable. Feel... No, that that no, that's measurable. Well, this must be measurable. Is what I'm saying. It's got to be measurable. Well, there must be some clinical. So, in other words, they must have had a study. Yes, they must have had clinical trials where they had a hundred people. Who, have... Yeah, hundred people with with the device and 100 people without device and compared them which one got better and which one, you know, didn't faster. And uh, and also they could view x-rays. They could well, view I, I, would ho- I would hope so. Yeah. So the, the, the clinical studies can be there. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that that's the case, but it doesn't yeah. always follow, does it? I no. mean, as we're now as we're now discovering about the COVID vaccine, a lot of the clinical trials that they that they said were done weren't actually done in the way that they said that they were done. Oh, yeah, one of those conspiracy theorists again. No, it's not conspiracy theory. This is what the medical agencies are saying themselves Uh, now. Okay, okay. They were approved on the special license. I'm so tired of this now. I'm not talking about conspiracy theory. I'm talking about well, that's what it is. Half the, half the crap that's in the in on the internet is conspiracy stuff. They based it on useless information. Yeah. it's on theories. I mean, you know, I had the guy in the show who said the Earth is hollow, and you know, and isn't they, it? Yeah, and uh, the uh, Mars. I mean, it's the NASA fake photos and all this other crap. So. But I, how do you I know don't the know. Earth isn't hollow? Have you ever been down there? Yeah, I have. I have actually. I dug a big hole when I was a kid in my backyard, and I came up in China. So, do you remember that? Did your mother ever tell you that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always remember as, as a child thinking, you know, if you look at the ground, thinking, "Wow, if I could see through the Earth, that I I would be, you know, able to look up at Australians." <laughs> I don't know if you want to. It's like looking up at Scotsman. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Well, we put an uppy into ghostology for you. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I knew that was coming up sooner or later. <laughs> so, anyways, we, you, you, yes, you we were did. aware of And the, the other thing were... we were always told yeah. as, as children by, by our mummies here in the UK was mm-hmm. if we were naughty, they would unscrew our belly buttons and our legs would fall off. Ooh, I didn't know that one. I like that one. That's and that's surprisingly common here in the UK. I know lots of oh. people of my my age that were told that if we didn't behave ourselves, uh, they would unscrew our belly button and take our legs away. Nah, 
you know, usually they do that with threats, like, you know, the devil's going to get you or, or some uh, mythical creature uh, will grab the you. Boogeyman. And, yeah, the, the boogeyman man. or some uh, elf or whatever. Who knows? You know, they'll, they'll, each country has their own little creature yeah. that will get you if you're a bad boy. It's interesting for sure. people to uh, make, make uh, you know, write in the comments. What, what sort of um, threats did they get off their parents as children? No, sure. Yeah. I'll unscrew your belly button and I'll take That's your legs. I like that one. <laughs> so anyway, getting back to this EMF yeah. field meter, which is driving me nuts because it, you can't hear it, but I can hear it ticking away in my earphones, as we mentioned last week. Yeah, it's driving me nuts. Um, you only but, have to worry when the ticking stops. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like like a bomb's going to go off because it shuts, <laughs> off after, it shuts off after four hours and it gives you a beep. It's like, oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm cooked, dear. Yep, exactly. So, Just turn me over and do the other side. Anyways, you're aware of a study by some uh, I can't remember the names. You know that. Uh, I think he's the guy that belted the guard helmet or the oh, EMF. Yeah. EMF yeah. to give your yeah. uh, what paranormal yeah. experience. Professor Michael Persinger. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I've been wearing this thing for 22 days now, and I haven't had any paranormal experiences, which was, you know, kind of being disappointing. Uh, well, I mean, specifically in the trial of the God Helmet, the electromagnetic fields were applied very close to the temporal lobes of the brain. Oh, see, this thing uh, goes right up. This goes right up to the top of my head. Oh, wait a minute. That's my headphones. Never mind. Uh, and, uh, and specifically... That goes, only goes as far as the top of my uh, neck. Yeah, well, they applied the, to the temporal lobes, which are just above and behind the ears. Ooh, and that's close, though. Mm. Close isn't the same as, you know, a missus is as good so as a mile. So if I wear it on my head, maybe I can do maybe. this. But you know, it was also the way that they applied the electromagnetic fields, because they were mm. of a particular very low frequency and random um, mm. pulsating, whereas yours are very regular. And we don't know the frequency because I haven't seen the specification sheet. Actually, I can uh, I can measure it anyways. I'll take one of my EMF meters and measure it. Well, it won't tell you the frequency. No, not the frequency. My apologies. Yeah, only the, uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm sure I, the specification sheet should have the frequency on it. Let me see if I can dig that up during the break. I'll go. Yeah. It's in my it's in my folder. Uh, yeah. It's I mean, if the, you can, you know, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's. But anyway, I mean, with, the God, with the God helmet, it's positioning and um, very low frequency, random uh, amplitude fields. So yeah. slightly different to what you've got on, but, you know, not that dissimilar. It doesn't it doesn't generate fields too far away from the, the collar itself. Um, well, I imagine it would be shielded because you don't want it, you know, uh, opening and closing oh. the garage doors or te changing television. Damn, gym. take it all the fun away from me. I know I can't. I, I know I can't stand next to uh, people with pacemakers. That I do know. So there you go. Well, don't then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could be a hitman. <laughs> I I mean, there are you know there are. Um, I, I have a, 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 a computerized appliance that sometimes mm. sets off, you know, the um, electromagnetic sensors around store exits. 
Yeah. To stop you. Yeah, I can sometimes trigger those. Oh, lovely. Which is fun. Yeah. I didn't steal it, honestly. Yeah. When we were we were young and, and remote TVs just first came out. Uh, oh, they were all on one channel, weren't they? Well, they only had four channels and a couple of years. No, I mean the, the actual frequency of the, the blipper. Yeah, the no, but it wasn't, as I found out, it wasn't uh, infrared. It was no. audible because it uh, was, we used to right. be watching, we would be watching TV and yeah. all of a sudden the channel would change. We thought we had a ghost, but then we realized that our cat had a, a little chain on him and it'd shake his head and it changed the channel. <laughs> I I know, uh, was it, an, uh, which uncle was it? My uncle Herb? And he had a TV with a remote control channel changer. Mm-hmm. And he he'd been uh, he'd been through World War Two through D Day and all that. Oh, and you know the little frog clicker that they gave to the U.S. Um, airborne forces so that they could recognise one another when they jumped over Normandy. The little frog. So we went. No, I'm not aware of this. Well, every member of the airborne forces was given this yep. little uh, ten cents clicker. Oh, cool! It was a, it was a child's toy, and so. Yep. Uh, it was one click, they would go, and then the reply would be, so they wouldn't shoot one another. Oh, that's so cool. Well, my uncle brought one back because he was in D-Day, and of course, after a few days, they discarded them all over the place, and he brought some back for my dad and other kids. Ah, yeah. And it was a perfect channel. Rifle. And it was the perfect channel-changing device for his first television. <laughs> Is that right? And we used to go around to the house right and we would walk. Yeah. Um, and we, because it was an audible uh, remote control, and yeah. we would go around to the house as kids and go and change the channels. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Japanese rifle from uh, World War II. That was brought back, back as a souvenir. Yeah. yeah. Brought back. They used to bring a lot of stuff back. I did have a, a Nazi battle flag, but uh, that got confiscated on me, unfortunately. They're worth a lot of money now, some of these bringbacks from World War II. Yeah. I, was watching, uh, I was watching one of these uh, antique programs and uh, big bucks. Mm. Some of them, yeah, like Hitler's Toasting Fork, and Ava Brown's um, night, night Attire. Yeah, hey, his testicles are in Philadelphia. <laughs> I thought he only had one. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Next to Einstein's anyway. brain. Yeah, a piece of his brain, too, yeah. You know, uh, I, I speaking about, uh, I, what time is it? We got, oh, we got plenty of time on this. I don't know if you had something important to bring up. Uh, mm. But, you know, the U.S. and, and uh, England have been uh, doing various competitions over the years. You know, we ha- we have the Ryder Cup. We have, uh, you know, we play soccer against yeah, each other. Yeah, we, you know, yeah. do some other stuff. We've so, fought the occasional battle as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had the, uh, you guys had the, the fabulous uh, pancake race, which uh, we won, of course, this year. So, yeah, sorry. But anyway. Well, that's but, good. That's yeah, fun. it goes back to like 1400. The pancake race in, in Birmingham or some some place and it's wow uh, yeah and it's it's been a thing and they they it's, it's strictly for the the town people and then they opened it up to 
uh, a competition with the town in Kansas. And uh, yeah, so it's it's quite the deal, you know. So we, well, we won it this year. I'm proud, proud of our girls. I'm proud of our girls. Something to celebrate? It was, because we don't have much to celebrate nowadays. No. <laughs> so was all. it an all-female team? Yeah, all-female, of course. Yeah. yeah, women's place was in the, home, in the kitchen, you know, that back. Well, we've just had school sports day, um, mm. you know, the, the annual event that all parents have to attend. Um, and they have traditional um, sports like the egg and spoon race. Oh, yeah. Um, were Three-legged four, race, maybe? Three-legged race, the egg and spoon race, yeah. um, where you Sack are. Race. The sack race. Now, interestingly, um, Ethan, uh, sorry, it was Oscar, um, was was in the sack race this year, and and he, and he won it. Good man. Um, or he won his. No, in fact, he won the he he won the um, the final. He came first. But we were we uh, before the race. There's a there's a lot of there's you know there's an element of um, interpretation of the rules. Because mm-hmm. you have to be inside the sack. You know, first thing is you climb into the sack and then you hop off, run off, however you want to propel yourself down the field mm-hmm. um, in the sack. But nowhere in the rules does it say you have to put your legs in the sack. So what do you do, put it over his head? Would well, it seem logical, wouldn't it? And then you can just run. Mm. Or just drape it over your shoulders. Hmm. Wow, it's like, I mean, how different, you know, most people glue the egg to the spoon anyway. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I wonder if we did that in the pancake race. Possibly. Mm. I, I remember the England versus America ghost hunting competition. Ooh, did we win? You made sure that you won. <laughs> you were, You set the rules and you were the judge. Well, other than that, did we win? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So cool. Anyway, uh, that's about it on that. Oh, did you see that uh, mysterious piece of junk that washed up in the shores in Australia? Do you know, I haven't because this week, um, it's the final week of the school year and um, it's birthday week. You know, last week, well, last Saturday was Ethan's birthday. Yesterday was Helen's birthday. Next Sunday is Oscar's birthday. Hence the 500-mile road trip yesterday. Let me see. Um, July. um, Yeah, July. So let's see. July. July, June, May. Just add add three. You just add three months. Oh, yeah, that's right. September, October. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, you wild thing, you. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, anyway, by the so way, I've, I've wait, 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 before you do that, the most sure. popular birthday in uh, in uh, Europe is July. Most babies are born in July. There you go. That's because the nights are drawing in. It's winter. There you go. Carry on. So I've I've not been near the computer much this weekend. Okay. The past few days, and probably won't for the next few days either. Hmm. So they so, found this. Actually, I'm quite enjoying it. It's it's quite therapeutic not to be stuck in front of the computer or social media all day long. Okay. I'm quite enjoying it. 
Hello, I'm happy for you. If you're happy, I'm happy. I'm always anyway. happy. You do that. Yeah. So uh, they found this this big, huge metal cylinder in Australia, and they couldn't figure out what the hell it was. Uh, so the, the latest theory, it's a piece of uh, space junk. That's the latest theory on this. That's always the theory, though, isn't it? You know, if, if anything yeah. washes up or falls out of the sky or lands on somebody's roof or kills them while they're driving down the street and it's circular and metallic, they always go, oh, it's space junk. Yeah, it used to be airplane junk, but now that we have... We're in the... It used to be the contents of lavatories on aeroplanes yeah. and then bits dropping off aeroplanes, but now it's mm -hmm. space junk. Blame yeah, Elon space Musk and SpaceX. Yeah. So our... Uh... Actually, I, I believe it's the Chinese that the, the, the biggest culprits because they don't, you know, we design our stuff so that it, that it breaks apart and burns up in the, in the atmosphere. At least that's the theory of it. Um, the Chinese won't do that. So there are pieces of crap come flying to Earth somewhere when they, they lose the thing, lose any of their rockets or whatever. They just well, I mean, I mean, well, doesn't that speak volumes for the quality of Chinese stuff? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, most of the devices are they on the dark side of the moon there don't they have a cigarette base i don't know nobody can see it on the dark side of the moon uh, yeah, yeah well we'll go in there we'll find out should have asked you conspiracy theory guy why don't they just turn the moon around and we can look at the other side well the moon's all tell us because because the moon rotates and we can pull it down on a string by the way did you know that that the moon actually rotates but it rotates at the same speed that it orbits, so that's why we don't see the other side of it. Yeah. Good stuff. All good stuff. That's a weird coincidence, though. It is, right? It must be. It could be a death like, star. It could be, because that's one of the things that they say. It's exactly the same, you know, it's this number of times smaller than the sun, but it's that many times nearer the earth than the sun so it makes it exactly mm. blotted out during a total eclipse and although the moon actually revolves its orbit is exactly the same is synchronous with its revolution which means we only ever see one side of it Ooh. yeah it's like oh what are they hiding yeah yeah you know because that's because the earth's flat anyway so that's just painted well, it could just be painted on the firmament. You know, yeah, we don't see the other side because it's flat. As forecast and as, you know, as, as foretold by um, the Simpsons. Right. Well, so many things have been foretold by the Simpsons, like President Trump. Yeah. And, um, and, well, you and throw, apparently... You throw, you throw enough stuff against... Oh, I, th I think we'll take the break. We'll be right I back after the following messages. <laughs> Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. 
For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous. As we give awards to the Parrax family. And in keeping with the fine tradition of Ghost Chronicles two-hour editions, this is the second half of the first half of tonight's two-hours double bill. And joining Ron in part two, for at seven o'clock Eastern European time, will be Jeremy Dontremont, the lighthouse historian. But this is the international edition, because I'm good. Mm. This is the international edition with him and me and... Somebody forgot the ad break coming up. Yeah, I did. Anyway, yeah. it is what it is. So, okay. So I, I, I went and I grabbed the uh, brochure on this lovely device. And oh, it, uh, bone growth therapy is commonly, uh, bone growth therapy, commonly known as bone growth stimulation, is a safe non-surgical treatment your doctor has prescribed to improve your opportunity for a successful fusion of bone fracture healing. These devices... I use a low-strength pulsed electromagnetic field, PEMF, to activate the body's natural healing process. Electrical currents have been used to heal bones since the mid-1800s, and they were cracks back then. However, it wasn't until the 1950s the scientists made an important discovery. When human bone is bent or broken, it generates an electric field. Hmm. Low-level electrical field activates the body's internal repair mechanism, which in turn stimulates bone healing. Bone growth therapy was initially used to stimulate uh, natural healing process for long fracture bones, which are legs and so forth. Uh, the treatment uh, proved successful that scientists in scientific studies, it's effectiveness we use for spinal fusion, which is what I had. The results show that when bone growth therapies used following spinal surgery in high-risk patients, uh, fusion success can be increased uh, when compared to, uh, see, it's a comparison without treatment. So they did, a, they did do a study on this. Uh, so that's what it is. And it has like a whole bunch of this thing, you know, different questions. How does it work? How long does it take to heal? How does uh, growth therapy work? Uh, and so forth. So it's got cool. a bunch. Of, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when I worked in orthopedics, 
we mm-hmm. had a bunch of uh, you know all manner of uh, we did bone fusion we did people with fractures of you know traumatic fractures planned fractures all all sorts of we ne- I never saw anything like that ever being used so you said in the 50s um you know presumably somewhere but it was never used it was never mentioned it was never talked mm-hmm. about it wasn't in the literature certainly it's not ever been used you know in britain um back then um well, you know during my time in the in the 90s and 2000s early 2000s when i when i was in orthopedic surgery never saw it employed once or even yeah. anything even similar to it i know when i when like i said when i first heard about it, i thought it was some kind of scam that someone was calling but you know my doctor said so the, the couple of studies that i quoted there's a uh Bony B uh, pulse electromagnetic fields. Uh, that was a study done in 1993. And then uh, Simon J. Bony V and Tracker uh, did a, a Lombardian study in two, 2014, for the, uh, which was published in the American uh, Journal of Orthopedics. So, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a legitimate journal. Yeah. So, I mean, is it, they quote some other stuff in here, too. Yeah. It's just, I mean, maybe, maybe you know, it was either not licensed over here or it wasn't popular over here or wasn't championed over here. Um, you know, we we did all manner of joint replacements and procedures. Very, in fact, my dad had a virtually identical procedure to yours, um, you know, um, mm-hmm. spinal fusion. Um, and he was playing golf within six months. Yeah. So it says, how does bone growth therapy work? And it says our device generates a lower field at the fusion or fracture site, which was my neck. The PMF signal stimulates your own normal bone healing process, which uh, may be impaired or absent. The bone growth therapy device maybe one or yeah 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 cast oh so here it is molecular within 10 minutes of uh pemf exposure signaling pathways are activated cellular pmf stimulates bone cells to proliferate uh different differentiate and metalize i don't know what the hell that means uh tissue pmf also shown to improve the quality of bone tissue and enhance the bone preservation so that's what it does and it, it the you know it's about a 30 percent difference between treated and untreated is if i'm looking at these studies correct so you know 92 percent using yeah. the device uh in 67 not using it in 83 and 68 on a different uh, circle and the oh, other well i mean you know you mentioned a, a known journal so there's been a peer-reviewed yeah, study. Yep. Um, obviously, the insurance company would have done their work beforehand. Before yeah, they're they, not going to palm off 3000 no, They're not going <laughs> to palm off uh, money willingly. Mm. So, it, I, you know, it wasn't something I ever saw or encountered or even heard mm. about um, back in the day. So... You know, but then medical interventions move on. We we now do stuff that, you know, we would have patients coming in for a procedure that uh, 
I'm talking general surgery, and they would be, you know, in bed for or in hospital for one or two weeks. But now they're done in the morning and sent home in the evening. Yeah. For, you know, be, because of the advancements in, in surgical procedures and uh, the healing processes and the fact that they just don't want them cluttering up the, the beds anymore. Um, you know, a whole manner of. Um, and, and they found that uh, people heal better at home. Oh, that that was always well known. You know, the, we used to say the, the worst place to send a, a sick person is to a hospital. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, if you were going to get a wound infection of any sort, your chances of getting a wound infection were many orders of magnitude higher in hospital than in your own home. And the reason for that was really quite simple. I mean, your your own home is a far dirtier place, far more germ ridden than any hospital ward. Yep. Um but you are used to those germs. Your body has been exposed to them for a long time and you have a natural level of immunity to that particular collection of germs. Whereas if you go into a hospital, you get germs from all manner of, you know, it's rather like Columbus when he arrived in America and killed all the Native Americans with smallpox. You know, the the uh, Columbus's sailors were all immune to it because they'd grown up with it and had been exposed to it. But the Native Americans hadn't. And unfortunately, they paid the price. Yeah. That's so, true. yeah, never send a never send a sick person to a hospital. In fact, never send a, a, a well person into a hospital. They're bound to get sicker. Yeah. It's like I said, hospitals... Ah, whatever. Anyway, uh, so, so anyways, um, I also wore this lovely device uh, to the last red light science. Oh yeah, what happened? Because yeah. you forgot it. They they made fun of me a lot. Oh, were they mean and cruel and uncalled? Yeah, they called me Iron Man, told me I needed a harmonica, and oh, uh, man, they were, they were cruel. They were very cruel to me. But I I didn't notice any difference, quite frankly, which was surprising apart from everybody was mean to you yeah well they're always mean to me anyways that's true mm. but do anyway. you blame them? what's that do you blame them no not at all well there we are that's right whatever i'm sussing jan says oh i feel so bad for you because you're hurt and i said well that's all right i deserve it <laughs> I believe you've had a, your, your first crop of, uh, now this is something, again, um, we've never heard of, yellow, yellow green beans. Is it yellow green beans? Yeah, I, I call them green beans. They're, they're wax beans, I guess the, the, the technical term would be. They're yellow, but they, you know, green beans and yellow wax beans or whatever you want to call them, uh, basically the same. One's yellow, one's green. So, ah, well, congratulations on your first crop. I just had some for supper tonight. They were excellent. Jan makes well, them with but, butter and uh, Toll House cracker crumbs. And delicious. My mother's recipe. And they're, they're excellent. I love them. Do you know, I, 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 on the subject of food, I discovered mm -hmm. only recently that the black currant isn't available. You're not allowed to sell it in America or consume it or grow it or import it or, yeah. or, or anything else. Evil stuff. Get, Evil stuff. And yet it's an absolute staple of British childhood. 
In fact, it's it is. a staple of yeah, we love black currant. Hmm. Black currant juice, black currant drinks, black currant. I mean it's 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 kind of like our go-to childhood fruit. Apple and black currant, black currant and raspberry, strawberry and black currant, peach and black currant, black currant and black currant, blueberry and black currant. And then go to America and you've never had Ribena. Hmm. Nope, not at all. Of course, you didn't know what meatloaf was when last time you were over. I didn't. You're absolutely right. I mean, obviously, I've, I've, I, I mean, you know, I'm aware of some of the albums like Bat Out of Hell and the appearance in. <laughs> He's dead. In, don't. I know, I know. I was going to say in the appearance in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. But no, Jan's meatloaf was excellent. I, I thought because you had the red lights saying that slam on it, that he might come through if you were talking about him. That's why I was cautioning you. No, I think he spoke to Steve Huff first. Uh, probably. Anyway, or, or Dylan, one or the other. Well, yeah. I mean, Dylan's, uh, Dylan's he's over your side at the moment. I think he's yeah, I working. Know. I think they're working on their, their on their first podcast. Is he ever going back? Uh, he's due back here in September. Oh, September. Good. And then I think he's back there in October. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to have dual citizenship pretty soon. Uh, I think he's working on it. <laughs> I think anyway. He's definitely working on it. And you're welcome to. Bless him. Yeah, so you're going to lose a member of your parascience team. We would, we would lose a member of our parascience team. But sad. So anyway, um, we have an investigation coming up, which is kind of interesting. It's it's been a while since I've been uh, tied up with this bad back uh, at, at the governor's mansion, so I'm excited about that. Uh, that's coming Is up. Is the governor going to be there? No, he's dead. What? He's dead. I thought, I thought the governor was a she. No, no, that's the Massachusetts governor. This is another state. Oh, next door. Another state. Yeah, which one? No, one of them, another one. Oh, which one? I can't say. Another one, that's all. Well, it's, not, it, it's got to be, because you don't travel far. Oh, you don't know what I do. I travel a lot. You don't travel far. So we're either talking New Hampshire, Maine, or Ro- or Rhode Island. It could be Connecticut. could be Vermont. It could be New York. No, there's yeah. no way you're going that far. Ah, yes, I do. I'm a no, traveler. No, 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 no. And I also have another lighthouse investigation coming up. Uh, looks like I'll be returning to Wood Island Lighthouse as well. They have. Oh, you do all the good ones when I'm not there. Asked me to come back for their 20th anniversary, uh, so I am uh, planning on going do, back. Why do you always do the good ones when I'm not there? That's because you're never here. Well, I'm not here this year. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I was looking at the cost of flights. Uh, they've gone up 40%. Yeah, they're brutal right now. They are murderously at the, at the moment. I, I mean, I don't know how Dylan affords to go across. They no, he's independently up. wealthy anyway, isn't he? I think he's swimming across. Um, <laughs> for 40% and they're predicting that they that to go even higher. 
Yeah, they could be pretty bad. I mean, we, we are we supposed to have that supersonic plane that's supposed to get you here in an hour and a half or something? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm thinking tickets anyway. are supposed to be really cheap on that baby. Well, I'm thinking if 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 the prices continue the way up, the only way across the Atlantic will be the old-fashioned way that they used to use back in the recession, uh, the Great Depression in the 1930s. Just wrap yourself in brown paper and post yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you remember they used I, to do that with kids during the Great Depression, didn't they? Until the USPS actually banned the posting of live It's children. not like they used to. They, they there were did. a couple of cases that... Yeah, but there were so many that the United States Postal Service had to ban the posting of live children. That's true. I give you that. But it was not <laughs> so many. There was... There were no. enough. There were enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is ingenious, isn't it? I mean, it, why does it, you know, if you could carry a box that weighs, say, 80 pounds, 80 pounds, pounds or 60 yeah. pounds, depending on a child, and it's like $30, mm. right? Why do you then have to pay 10 times that to sit in a seat and occupy the baby? Send the baby. It's really cheap. Yeah. I don't see why you can't go across as postal traffic freight. Mm. You know, just climb in the box, you know, fasten the lid, fill in the mailing slip, and off you go. You might be uncomfortable for a few hours, but you can always pack, you know, like when the, when a bowl of water and some sandwiches, and you're fine. Mm. So, speaking about, Traveling across the Atlantic, I, yeah. I I saw this wonderful article, and I know it's true because I read it on the internet. Uh, oh, yeah. That the, the Titanic uh, never sank. So where were they going in the Titan submarine then? Yes, that's really the Olympia, an oldest ship. Oh, See, that that conspiracy. Yes, the, yes, the... yes. The switcheroo conspiracy. The, the switcheroo, books. yes, yes. There's been books written about the switcheroo and all manner of photographs that say, look, they changed the windows and they've done this and the promenade deck's got 13 yep. windows on one side, not 12. And uh, it's because the Olympic bashed into something and it broke it and then they did a switcheroo and then the, they rammed it into something as an insurance yep, job. killed all this competition. As well, yep. they were all the whole board. thing was an insurance job because of yep. the they broken the Olympic. Yeah. So they they renamed Olympic. That must Titanic. be true. I read I read it on the internet, so I know it's true. Well, you could read about it in books as well. There have been books and 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 all manner of documentaries on it, but there have also been those that have debunked it. Mm-mm. Ever since parts been legal, things are written on everything now. And there was something about one of the propeller blades. Yeah, maybe we should get one of these people on the on the show. I'm sure they could explain it much better than us. Well, the experts on the Titanic are not with us at the moment. Mm, that's true. Well, Cameron's still there. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, and uh, the other guy who uh, who uh, he's going down. I don't know how many times. In, in oh, the ways. the guy from Woods Hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the the guy that discovered the the wreck. Yeah. So they got some 
reputable people. It could be interesting. Uh, I I wish we could get somebody from uh, Oak Island on because you know that how can that show be still on the air is is curious as hell. But whatever. Uh, it's been on. I don't know, like ten, twelve seasons. I don't can't believe how many seasons. I, I wonder how many seasons. It's been I, a lot. Well, they, they dug that many holes and trenches and. Uh, there can't be much of the original island left now. The whole thing must be like a giant Swiss cheese. Like Swiss cheese, yeah. I mean, they always find stuff, and they every, find every, every episode, and they find and crap it's always, it's all over that, the world. It's always that that British bloke with the metal detector, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's a Viking coin, and I don't know why there's a Viking coin there. I yeah, or a, or a Venetian sword, or uh, who or the heck Venetian knows? sword, or, uh, or or even Venetian blinds. Yeah, I'm sure there are some blind Venetians on the island, but uh, yeah, I found this. We found this nail, and it's uh, it's from a Roman galley. They had a ghost hunting group on there. Did you see that? Uh, I haven't seen every episode. That was that was way back in the beginning, so that would be probably they've had some cook- They've had some cuckoos on there. Um, yeah. you know, some some really quite crazy people on there. Yeah, they had a ghost um, hunting group. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they seem to, you know, um periodically get some not expert, but you know, somebody with a theory. Mm. And then they come in and say, Well, I've drawn all these lines on the map and they draw a big map of the earth and there's a star on it and it's all pointing at your hut. So we're gonna have to move your hut and dig a big hole there. And then the yeah. hole fills up with water and it all goes wrong. And then the show finishes for that week. Yeah. Yeah. Then they dry it and find a penny. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's a intriguing place. There's no doubt about it. The well, original the one, story, the one, story is really interesting. It was. I mean, I remember that as a kid. But the yeah. one I'm watching at the moment, or waiting for at the moment, this is a new series to show in the UK. I know it's aired in America. Um, of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, God, no, please. Because they have some amazing... I mean, you've got a PhD physicist, um, the guy from Alabama, yeah. um, you know, in charge of, of this. Is that enough? Uh, huh? Is that enough? So you, so you would think that the science would be really good. Yeah. You would think. Hmm. But, you know, they use... Um, Do you know the story behind that? Yeah. All right, give me a story behind it. Uh, well, basically, uh, weird stuff happened. A the ranch was bought by the Bigelow Institute Foundation, which was an aerospace company with leanings and contracts with the U.S. government. They put in a team of people. They made all manner of uh, really quite outrageous claims about uh, portals and UFOs. interdimensional beings and UFOs and all manner of stuff and then bigelow sold it to this salt lake uh this guy from utah from salt lake city who put in a team from the history channel i guess yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, headed by this phd very very you know uh highly rated nasa guy uh, from so Alabama. what the hell is he doing on a TV show? And... and why is he using, you know, why are they using, like, really quite rudimentary science equipment? You know, they, 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 they EMF, they're measuring with 
a trifield meter. Mm. Now you think this guy would have you know better resources than a tri? All I'm the sure stuff, all of the stuff that they're using, like they they've been measuring these weird radio signals at a particular weird frequency, and you know it's coming from this part of the sky, mm-hmm. and uh, but they're using a fifty dollar um, software defined radio device, which is basically a TV tuner that's been modified in the software the emf is being measured with a trifield meter the radiation is being measured with you know hundred dollar uh geiger counters it's all yeah. like really okay. think, yeah it's got like big budget television big name phd scientist lots of big screens in the control center but really crap tech you, you know you think why aren't you just you know like if you're going to measure that why aren't you measuring it properly mm-hmm. why aren't you measuring it with calibrated equipment why aren't you you know you you've stuck up all over the place these cctv cameras that are 4k um yeah. but they've got really crappy lenses on them mm. it's like there's something not right here. So the original, uh, you keep talking about the ones now, but the original one was, it was a cattle ranch. And yeah. uh, they, the, they got mutilated. and Yeah, they got mutilated and they saw a red-eyed creature in the, in the forest yeah. and, and shot at it. And then he sold yeah. it because he couldn't afford to lose it. But then if you go back to the beginning, they found out that, that it's land once belonged. Now, this is where I'm confused because I, I don't remember a name, so if I offend any tribe, please forgive me. But it was uh, like the Utes were uh, taking um, another tribe as slaves. And so what they did is they put a curse on the land. And yeah. so that's that's the origination of where it all comes mostly from this Indian curse that uh, was one Indian tribe enslaving another. So, anyways, weird. No, I mean, I the thing that the thing that I can't quite grasp with that program is is the the contradiction between, you know, like each week they'll do it. Like one week they were launching rockets into this energy thing in the sky, and every time they launched the rocket, the computer went down. <laughs> and so they were. So they would reset the computer and do it again, and it would fall over and it wouldn't work, and blah, 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 blah. And then they go, oh, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's all been messed about with. And you're thinking, just get another computer. Mm-hmm. You know, don't keep going back to one that keeps breaking. Get another one. Yeah, you think they'd have back up anyways. You know, m- do your measurements with... You know, the sort of stuff that is used by Boeing and NASA and the University of Alabama. Don't use stuff that you can buy off Amazon unless yeah. unless there's, a you know, some sort of product placement weird link going on here uh, for selling trifields and, um, you know, cheap Geiger counters. And mm. it's like, yeah, the science, the premise of the experiment is perfectly sound. The, the carrying out of the experiment is like that's 
been designed by a television researcher. Well, we got to go, so I got to get my. Yeah, yeah you got to get your lighthouse clobber on. No, I got to get my uh, commercials in here. So, anyways, today's oh, yeah. show, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Foss and Ryan Cole. And we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Memorack Street, Blue in Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We thank you so much for supporting us. And uh, now that I am feeling better, I will get back to producing more content for you guys. So look forward to doing some of that. And uh, Steve, anything coming up for you or are you pretty much... I'm having, I'm, I'm chilling for uh, the next six weeks. I've got uh, enforced chilling going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no, very quiet now till September for me. Excellent. Is, so anyways, I'm enjoying yeah. it. So, yep. Yeah, uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, I have a couple of investigations coming up and you will get the first results on Patreon. So Join us there at Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Thanks very much. Stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.